Hi, my name is Hina Solanke. Welcome to the Phil Fabulous Show. Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm doing very well. I'm very excited. How are you? Excellent, excellent. So my name's Hina Solanke from London. Absolutely delighted to be speaking with the Mindful Wizard today. Um, known as the Mindful Wizard, your name is Stephen Rivera. Is, have I said it correctly? Yes, yeah, Stephen Rivera. That's my real name. My wizard name is the Mindful Wizard. So so first and foremost, most importantly, thank you for the opportunity. I'm very excited. I know our listeners are excited. So I wanted to know if you could introduce yourself. Sure. So my name is Hina Slanky. I'm known as a paramedical um, and a cosmetic tattooist. I'm an author of two books, an entrepreneur, um, a mother of two amazing sons, and I absolutely adore animals. Very cool. Very cool. I want to know what a medical tattooist does can you fill me in please can you please teach us <laughs> i know i know every you know there's not enough people who still understand what it is um paramedical tattooing is not your conventional tattoos so i don't put on skulls or dragons i i treat people who possibly have had burns scars i i help self-harmers Absolutely, any anything that's happened to the skin, I can try and either camouflage it or remodel it. Very amazing. Very good work. Very important work. Yeah, I did a little research, and I was I was really amazed at what people can do and what technology is doing. Yeah. What did you think it was before you actually understood what it was? When you just heard it, what did you think? To be honest, I was very confused. I was uh, honestly, I just thought it was like if someone had. An infliction with something in their skin that they weren't happy about. I was thinking more cosmetic surgery, like if there was an explosion, God forbid, or any fire, anything like that. That's where I, that's where my mind was going. Well, it kind of is. It's because it's what's happened to their skin after that. Um, and also, sorry, I forgot to mention, uh, most importantly as well, is cancer patients. So often, um, mostly females will lose a breast and I recreate the areola with tattoo, mimic and give an illusion of having a 3D areola. So it's really amazing. It's an amazing, I love my work. Yeah, 100%. And, and, it, and it shines through what you do. So I like to do a little research before I speak to anyone. And I'm just really amazed at all the things that you've been able to do. I'm, I definitely want to talk to you about the book. I think it's uh, both books. And, and, um, and cool. So can I ask you one more question? Can you please tell us what the Feel Fabulous podcast is about? Sure. So with my work, um, you understand it's aesthetics, but healing from outside promotes healing from within. So my two books, it's kind of connected. So one is actually about permanent makeup. The other one is spiritual. It's about my mindset and how I got through some very dark periods of my life, Dance with the Universe. So Feel Fabulous is, my mission is to make people feel fabulous, full stop, it, whether it's through cosmetics, aesthetics, or just in the mind, just, just uplift and just 
try to build a community and just really help people out there through my experiences. You know, there's that saying, learn from your mistakes, but you know what? Try and learn from other people's mistakes. Amen. And I think that's where we connect with the whole spiritual journey. I think we're searching for similar missions and truths and we just want to give back. Yeah. So it's, it's really yeah. cool. So can I ask you a question? So where, how did you come about the, the, the name? I absolutely love I see I smile every time I even say it, the mindful wizard. Where did that come from? It's funny because once you asked me, the man that pushed me to create this idea, this company joined us. His name is Damon. So I want to shout him out for the idea. Damon Avenger, he's a really powerful social worker and therapist and clinician. I work with, yeah, I get to work with students with special needs. And a lot of them have emotional issues, dysregulation, depression. So through that work, I've started to really connect with those students and I wanted to give back. And, and I was always the philosophical wizard. I was always very into Harry Potter. I have Dumbledore's hiding back there. <laughs> so it just kind of played along. I shifted from philosophical to mindful last year when I officially started the company. And ever since then, okay. yeah, we've been taking off. Excellent. So you mentioned you help children. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. And how's, how, how, what do you do? How do you help them? So my story is interesting, right? I, I, I like to think so, at least. I started as a teacher in, in jails, juvenile facilities, and I saw a lot of sad people, a lot of young, very smart individuals without the access or accessibility to tools. So I wanted to give back something. I knew I was only going to be with them for two weeks because every two weeks we would have a new cohort of students. So I wanted to teach wow. them something that they can take with them and say, I don't know who this wizard guy is, but he gave me hope for two weeks. And that's it. That's wow. all I wanted wow. to do. That's amazing. That is so amazing. So it, I mean, like you said, the similarities there with my podcast, your podcast, and what you do is, is just to ultimately help people. Um, and I don't know what you've been through, but certainly with me, um, and it, this is, we're going to hopefully talk about um, how meditation literally saved my life. Um, but it's from what I've gone through that I so want to give back because I've met, I was very lucky to get through and still be here. Um, and I'm really grateful for that. And how can I express or give back? And that's just by giving back to other people. 100%. And I, and I think because we're on a similar vibration of frequency of giving, we get in contact with people that are willing to give so freely. And, yeah. and, and people, I love giving back because it's the only time that I can say I feel like I'm doing something productive. And, and I love working with all levels. I work with the smallest kids from five years old. We work with adults too. So we also do sessions up here. So it's, wow. it's, a, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I work with adults too. So it's, it's growing. I'm just really grateful. Yeah, sounds amazing. It really does. And it just makes, you know, it makes you, you feel amazing too though, right? So we're making people feel amazing, but we feel amazing through it. It's like, a gift that just keeps giving. As I help someone, they help me and, and I'm put into positions like this where I can be speaking to you and, and all the lovely listeners. So it's just a really, I'm really humbled by the opportunity. 
Oh no, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. And like you said earlier, like-minded people. I mean, you're on the other side of the world um, and I'm over here in London. So how on earth did we connect via Instagram? I think it was a post of yours that I just thought that's interesting. And we got talking through that. Obviously, the Mindful Wizard, just it just hooked me straight away and I wanted to know more about it. So here we are. Yeah, I'm really amazed. So why don't we just segue right into meditation? Because I think we both understand the value and how it is important so if i may i'll ask you um how did meditation save your life i'm really curious yeah so i was married it was um it was an abusive marriage um i was lucky to have got out of it and and had free you know freed myself but it was really it was it was very difficult getting to that point so many people in that situation in a an abusive relationship it's actually far harder to get out of it so that was really um for me it was when i finally managed to get out of it having that strength two young children at two and four building the courage to break away from that I literally almost had a nervous breakdown. So once I was out of it, it was, I always describe it as, you know, if you've ever tr run for a marathon and you've trained and trained and hard, and, and once you've actually got there and you've achieved that goal and you've achieved the, you've got to that end line, you literally collapse because you kept yourself going mentally and physically just to get to that point. And that's exactly what I was doing because it was very, very difficult for me to get that divorce. And once I did, I literally kind of, I was heading for a nervous breakdown. Mentally, physically, I was exhausted. So I thought, okay, I, I need to go and get some medical help. I need to go and see my doctor. And I did. So when I saw my doctor, now we're talking a good, we're talking 20, a good 20 years ago, okay? So meditation, holistic approaches weren't really around there or very popular. Now, my GP, my doctor, once I told him my you know, story and I cried and, and he made me sit on the floor and he said, have you ever meditated? I said, no. So I was like, this is a bit weird in your doctor's office, I'm going to sit on the floor. But I thought, okay, let's give this a go. Um, what we, you know, and he went through a few, a few things. He said, okay, I want you to imagine you're in a happy place, very different from what, how we may meditate now, but I'm so grateful for it. But he just said, I just want you to imagine you're, you can hear waves and, and you're just in a happy place. The sun is shining and you feel amazing. And he kept saying that. And, he, and then he said, how do you feel? And I just had, a, I felt lovely. I felt relaxed. I felt safe. I felt a little bit weird also being in the doctor's office on the floor, but it did completely change everything for me from that day. That doctor could have easily have prescribed me some antidepressants or whatever I needed to make me feel better. He didn't. I am so grateful, I will never forget the fact that he, he had that time, he gave me that time and helped me through that by meditation. Now I'm, I'm, an, I'm a Hindu, so I was brought up you know, being spiritual and having spiritual values and meditation and different types of prayers. But you know, whether you practice them or not as a young child is a different thing. But certainly he introduced me back into that and that is really how it went forward. From that day onwards, I also had some homeopathic medicine, some additional help, and that got me through that to just 
to strengthen my mind and my body. You know, body is, it's, it, without a strong mind, you, you, even if you have a strong body, it's nothing. You need that mindset, you need that strong mind. And the meditation definitely helped me there. So that's really my story with my meditation. And it's something I just feel like I, like I said, I'm so grateful for because really it was unheard of really. And I still think about it when I th try and think of what he looked like. He was a Scottish man and you just can't imagine him being into meditation. So I just feel like I was blessed that day and I was taken on a new path and a new journey. And honestly, that's helped me ever since. And I've never stopped. First, thank you for sharing. That, that was a very open and honest um, story. And I'm sorry that you went through that, but I'm also grateful that it led you to discovering your true gift. So it's a beautiful yeah. thing. I didn't, yeah. I didn't plan to ask you this, but it kind of comes up. I don't want to fashion myself a healer, right? But through the, the healers that I've spoken to and the people with really powerful stories, usually they all start with something really traumatic. Do you agree? Am I? 100%, 100%. So you, thank you for saying sorry for what I went through. But in my book, I even explain, express I'm not, I don't have any regrets and I'm not sad about anything I went through. Even though it was extremely tough, it was awful. I am so grateful because I wouldn't be who I am today if it wasn't for that. I wouldn't be where I am. And I help hundreds, thousands of people through my work now. And I would not have been there because... The other flip side is I actually fell ill after a little while and, and that led me to my work of tattooing. So I actually needed some work myself. Um, it just, just, it was mild sunstroke. I started losing my eyebrows, my eyelashes, and some of my hair started falling out. Thankfully, God, I got my hair back and most of my eyebrows and most of my eyelashes. But certainly it led me to my work. This, all this led me to my work and to where I am today. And in my book, Dance with the Universe, I'm very open about this. Um, and I'm really open about it. And why am I so open about it? People say, gosh, that's really hard. You've really exposed yourself. 100% because people, anybody, you typically look at me and think, never imagine I would have gone through what I've gone through because we label people. Um, and you just think, you know, I'm really happy, I'm positive, so that you wouldn't imagine that is there, but it was, and it's led me to be where I am. And people have, going back to what you said, when I'm with my clients, and they've, it's funny how people just automatically open up and share their story with you. And I've heard it many times that they just love coming in and they just feel it's like refreshing. And I will just try with my heart to give them some healing. I think, first of all, very powerful testimony. I think the listeners really enjoy it. And I know it's really positive. We need that information, especially now. And I agree, when, when clients come here, I used to have like this whole routine and like we're gonna cover these 10 things. And nine times out of 10, they just wanna speak to me and bounce ideas off each other in a mindful way. And I'm wow. like, I'm like, this is amazing. but. The amazing thing is this feeling of, I would say like an energy exchange that happens almost where the person comes in stressed and you can feel the satisfaction. You can feel the happiness, real happiness when we yeah. get to certain places. It's beautiful. It's really powerful stuff. Yeah, that is amazing. 
That is amazing. It's, it's just a great feeling. I think it's about sharing. But just so when you meditate, what is what is your practice? How, how would you describe? So if, do you how do you meditate? Here we go. <laughs> so I, I have a lot of different practices and routines that I'm working on. What's worked for me currently with what's going on here in reality in New York and everywhere else. Um, what I've done is morning meditation, 20 minutes religiously i cannot not meditate that's a very grounding technique then around lunch i get into like a little 10 minute meditation that's just kind of like how i want my day to go law of attraction visualization and then at night well in this situation right before this live to calm myself down i did a, a tai chi a little oh, Tai Chi routine, and that really puts me in the physical. And then I don't feel stressed anymore because it's like I'm so here. So my routine is three-tiered. It's morning is very de-escalate, calm down, get ready for the day. Lunch is very create the new day. And then at the end, I wrap it up with a little Tai Chi to make it fun. So it's oh, a little combination. Mm -hmm. It's a little combination of that, and it's just fun. Yeah. That sounds, that does sound amazing. Tai Chi, I, I touched on it, um, but I need to go back to that actually. But it was, but even with Tai Chi, um, when I was moving my hands around with the movements, I could feel tingle. I could feel the energy in my hands and I couldn't stop giggling actually because I could feel the energy. It was really fun. But um, the instructor was just looking at me like I was a bit crazy. <laughs> but it's because I could feel the energy straight away. It was amazing. So, yeah, I mean, your, your meditation sounds amazing and it sounds like you're really grounded. Um, I, I would say for me, and that's and I'm very open in the book about it, is that I need to reground myself. So my personality can can just, you know, go off path here and there now and again. And I need to bring myself back. Um, so I will have to just remind myself and go over the steps again and just do things to reground myself. Also being extremely busy, it's really tough. One of the, in my morning thing is I wake up and I do, uh, the first thing I do when I get out of bed is I actually touch the floor and then go to the scene. So firstly, grateful to Mother Earth and then obviously sun salutation uh, and then just thank the, just thanking for the day going forward. And then I go into prayers. Um, and I mentioned I was Hindu before, but I actually do the Lord's Prayer. I do Hindu prayers. I do Buddhist prayers. Um, I do a, lots of, I do whatever makes me feel connected to God. So I do beads. I do whatever I need to do to make me feel connected. So that is something I do every single day without fail. And it's probably like you, you feel it's like not having a shower or something and not starting your day. You have to do that. It's part of your day. Um, and the thing that I say to a lot of people is that actually, you know, when they say, no, no, I'm too busy. When you have a really like you, what you've just done just before this. So if you have a really important day, you have a meeting, something that's, you know, you're really looking forward to something that's it's, it's part of your business, whatever. It's even more important to spend that little bit extra time to do your meditation or prayers and just make sure you reground yourself tune in your mindset understand become mindful aware and then go forward i agree i appreciate you sharing your routine i'm going to try the, the gratitude 
I do my own little gratitude mix. So anytime I see the number 11 or like repeating numbers, 333, 555, 1111, I just stop. Literally, I can be doing anything and I will literally stop and just say I am grateful for this second. And then I do a real grounding breath because wow. I've learned that. And since we talked about gems, <laughs> I also carry my 11 on me as as a reminder to stay grounded because because my nine to five is very stressful and there's times where students are fighting and and you can imagine what happens in a in a school in an urban school in, in new york city so it's not easy so it takes a lot yeah. of energy so how do you so you mentioned that you it can you know when you're in atmospheres or in within energy that can be negative sometimes it is obviously really important to clear our energy so do you have rituals what do you do to clear your energy so i never understood how sensitive i was to the outside world until i got a little older because i just kind of similar to you i run i'm very busy so i just run on fuel and now that i'm you know close getting closer to my mid-30s i feel the effects of not recharging so what I've now developed because of this weird routine is Monday through Friday, I work like a maniac. Saturday and Sunday, my mind is, I'm watching TV. And something as simple wow. as that, I, I need to. I need to. Yeah. Because like you said, we'll lose it. We'll, we'll, we'll lose all the benefits of meditation. Yeah. Yeah. No, I absolutely agree with that. One of the things that I try to do is I do, I, well, before lockdown that was, <laughs> for about four months at a time, I will work solid and then I will always try to have about three or four day break, try and go away, a retreat. I try and do them on my own. I really do. I love it. I actually love that time. I love socializing. I have lots of friends, but I'm really, um, you know, I've got a, a tiny bit, I am an extrovert, but I have got that part of me which is an introvert as well. So well, it's amnivert, isn't it? So I like both sides and I really do go from one extreme to the other. So I love that whole, you know, wonderful high energy, high vibration, but I know when I need to, well, it's still high vibrations, but on a different level and me and my mind and my body just being a bit slower. Um, and I try and do that every four months. Otherwise I will probably just, it'll be too much. And I find, I'm becoming ungrounded and my mind's a bit, I might be a bit short. I can tell when I'm becoming ungrounded straight away in my actions, my, you know, my, just my vocabulary. I can tell straight away and that's it. Okay, Hina, book yourself away or get away and, and just go for some Reiki. I love Reiki. So similar to you, when I get angry, my jaw tightens and, and, and it's, it's funny, but it's true because when I'm in a good moment, I'm very loose and I'm assuming you and I are so similar. But when we're super stressed, we're unproductive. Because I suppose if you're if you are spiritually inclined like us, it's almost like it's a fog. We just go foggy and it's like we're in, in just in a whole fog. So everything's a bit we can't see clearly. We need to just get rid of that, that, that those veils and those and just so we can see clearly again. But also that can happen from environments that we're in when we're collecting everybody else's negative energy. So people like us who are empaths, we absorb an awful lot. It's really important that we make sure we get rid of it as well. So I'm, yeah. I'm really interested. I'm interested in a lot of what you do, but I want to know more about the law of attraction. What do you or how do you use it? What does it mean to you? How does it play out in your life? 
yeah so i used to be really clear about this before um but recently i've been doing some i've been you know obviously learning an awful lot during lockdown and i've definitely for me it's it's a, it's law of attraction you know what you put out you get back uh, that i definitely agree in uh, uh, and also it's it's a bit of karma as well so definitely if you it's very simple, very simple terms. If you do bad, bad will come back to you. That's it. Simple. There's not. It doesn't work any other way. Um, that in itself helps me a lot when people when people are stressing, say, doesn't that bother you? Or, or they've just done something, or something's happened, which isn't you know, which is negative to me. It's like it doesn't bother me because it, the universe or God or whatever you want to call it out there will actually sort that out for me anyway. I don't need to stress over, over that because it will all sort itself out. They'll they'll have what's due to come not wishing bad upon anybody but of course because of the law of attraction and karma if that's what you do then that's what you get but the law of attraction it means different things for many people doesn't it so I try to I do lots of visualization I do lots of affirmations my book is full of affirmations actually and you've got to be very careful because throughout the day you can it's in a chapter of mine called hush your mind and sometimes we're so busy with our affirmations and thinking about all these visualizations and trying to think about the law of attraction that we actually don't shut up in our head so you actually need to be quiet as well so going back to meditation and bringing that in this one of my favorite things to do is when I walk my dog I call that my meditation walk so I will normally not take uh, my phone with me. <laughs> Shouldn't be saying that, but I just have. And so I've just got my dog, no um, distractions whatsoever. And I really try to br- make it my mind, uh, my mind floor, my meditation walk. So I think about nothing else. I really do. And I allow the universe to actually give me signs so I can now hear back. So whilst we've been working with the law of attraction and we've been talking, talking, talking to the universe and visualizing this and exchanging all these messages, when have you actually just be quiet so that you can actually take in the messages? And that is one I would say that's probably one of the biggest problems with most people is they pray, they talk, they say, please God, they do their affirmations, but you need to be quiet or meditate in order to receive back. That was a really beautiful explanation. And I'm thankful for that. I really am. So I want to add a little. I agree with everything that you said. I also agree that if your state of mind isn't clear, you're going to create using the law of attraction, but it's going to work against you. You're going to start to create more of what you don't want. Because like you said, you can't silence this. And I think most people don't even know what silencing this sounds like, feels like, is. I try to teach it, and it goes back to the mission, how to teach meditative states and mindfulness. That's all I'm trying to teach. That's amazing. I think that is so, so important. Um, It's, yeah, so... I mean, if people, if anybody listening is having any issues and have trouble, having trouble to become, you know, to be in the moment or be mindful, 
One of the, the simplest things that I can think of, and I'm sure you might add to this, is I just try and think about the noises and everything that is going around. So if you're washing the dishes, try and think. So when you're washing the dishes or you're doing dishes, we, we don't do with dishes anymore, we use a dishwasher, but you know what I mean? You think about the sound of the water. If I'm going for a walk and I'm worried about my mind wandering off about what's, what I'm going to be doing later in the day, I try and still myself and think about the leaves crunching or the sounds that I can hear around me to bring me back to the now. So I just, that's one of the, that's, that's really quite a powerful um, tool that I use to help me bring me back because it's just too easy. You know, when, you, when you're trying to meditate, you're trying to do affirmations, you'll start and then, oh, what have I got to buy from the supermarket? Or, oh, I've got to make that phone call. So. You've got to have some of that still time, and that's not the time to think about your shopping list. 100%. I, I actually use sound. That's that's my one go-to. When I teach yeah. meditation, yeah, that's lesson number one, is how many different sounds can you listen to? I have this bad boy with me at all times. Yeah. I love it. I love the bowl. No, I, try, I try. I try to do my little mindful thing here and there. Yeah, that, the Tibetan the, the bowl is so... I, I find that really powerful, actually. I think the, it took me ages to actually make it get a sound. Um, and that was a Tibetan bowl. Is that a singing bowl? that you've that you've just um for the podcast listeners so yeah the po it's, it's an amazing sound and it's actually the vibration of it you can almost feel it go through your whole body this sound can't you it resonates with me so that's part of the reason i started taking tai chi so serious so i'll tell you something kind of interesting my mother and i practice tai chi together wow she's older but very flexible due to the tai chi but the interesting thing is she has no meditation experience no mindfulness training nothing one day after tai chi about a month of consistent tai chi practice 30 days straight she stops and she says i feel like i'm walking on air and i'm like i'm like what do you mean can you expand and she said every every movement seems easier my breathing is better and I just, nothing feels important. And I'm like, wow, she's accessing mindfulness through Tai Chi. Yeah. That's amazing. I can believe that actually. Why, I actually. why I looked into Tai Chi is when I was just slightly having a little bit of a meltdown, I felt like I needed something a bit more. And Tai Chi is one of the most powerful types of meditation. So I can really, I can completely believe that actually. Yeah, it was it was really powerful because I've I've been very mental. So to now experience it on the physical level, it just supplements everything that I've done. So one day you and I will tai chi. My invites. Yeah. I I will I will perform for you if you're ready. Oh, perfect, perfect. That'll be amazing. So what are your plans now? What what where where do you see what you what are you planning for Mindful Wizard? I have a little three-year plan in my head, but for now, the main goal is just to continue building awareness to the brand. In three years, I aim to make this, hopefully, my primary source of income, and then fully just focus on Mindful Wizard and seminars, talks, podcasts. The goal is to work from home and eventually become or continue to become a paid life coach. So I do life coaching and social emotional coaching. I want to combine both elements Fantastic. and get paid to do that. That's my goal. That's How about amazing. you? 
yeah, I mean, I've just launching my podcast, Feel Fabulous. Uh, and through that, I'm, I mean, I'm continuing my work. I'm going to be doing some online seminars. But ultimately, it's the, um, the podcast that I really want to concentrate going forward. My work in the clinic, I love. I would never stop doing that. That's, I just love my work. Um, it's been excruciating during this lockdown to not be able to go in actually and work. So that's been really lovely because I'm back in now. Um, in in London we're back so it's it's been great and and really just to expand expand in the same type of area you know it's just about helping as many people I think when you can when you when you can master something it's um you you then need to share it you know so I'm not saying we've mastered it but we're learning but we're at a certain level and we're maybe you know at a different level than some um so it's now about sharing what we've learned and and just trying to just expand our knowledge, I think. Yeah, I agree. And I, I think we're on the same mission, so I'm really excited to see where you go. I know you're going to continue to put amazing content out there, and hopefully we can work on something in the near future. I'm excited. So is there anything else you'd like to tell my listeners? Um, I love you all. Definitely check me out on Instagram. I put up content daily. I have a weekly podcast if you want to give that a listen. And I'm, I'm open to expanding. And if there's any way you ever want to speak to me directly, I'm available. I'm a, I'm a nice guy. You can send me an email or a message. And, and that's pretty much it. How about you? Fabulous. Yeah, yeah. You can, um, Hina Solanke, you can Google that. You'll find me almost anywhere on all platforms of social media. Uh, again, open to any collaborations, any, any, if anyone's, if anyone out there really has listened to this and are struggling in an area, um, you can contact me via social media. I'm there to help people. So just contact me, please. If you're in a bad way, you need some advice on anything that we've spoken about. And actually, sorry, just quickly, I want to go back to something we talked about earlier, which is important. When I said about me not having medication, I was very lucky and that worked for me. It doesn't work for everybody. So if you need medication, you go ahead and you have that medication because ultimately all we want is for everyone to get better and feel better in whatever situation they're in. So mine was different and I'm very fortunate of that. But obviously, if you are having medication or whatever you need to, um, you know, your antidepressants or, or, you know, just whatever stimulants, then that's absolutely, that's just fine. Very valid point. I agree. I'm into the natural, but everyone needs something different and I don't judge. I'm, my doors are open to whoever and you guys know that. So I just want to thank you, Hina. From the bottom of my heart, I really appreciate this opportunity. So oh, thank you. Namaste. It's been absolutely lovely speaking with you. I wish you all the very best um, and we will definitely, definitely um, have a live too. Let's do it. Maybe we'll add some Tai Chi next time. Ah, that that would be very interesting. That would be interesting for us. I'm not sure about the listeners, but... <laughs> we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Okay. Thanks again. God bless. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Thanks. Bye.